You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Verhelst, and with me I have Joe Horstmeyer. How's it going, Joe? Uh, good. Are you okay? I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. the way you said that, first off, you I were kind of questioning real... your own name. <laughs> you are questioning the fact Did that, you hear that a podcast made the Johnsonville way? Question I'm just mark? not used to doing the intro because okay. I hate it, um, and so <laughs> I stuttered through it, and thank you for you bringing did it well. to the readers or listeners' attention. Thank you. We have readers? Yes, we do. We are on point today. Th- that would be really great if somebody like typed out what we talked about, and then other people could- uh, They call that transcribing. Thank you, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have a transcriber. I'm sure that can be arranged. I don't think anybody would want to read this, though. No. Not what? us right now. Just us right now, bantering about transcribing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Moving uh, on. Who are we interviewing today? Matt Bears. Matt, how are you doing today? I am fantastic. Are you excited for this? Utterly can't wait. <laughs> I'm actually really excited Bursting to talk out to you of about his chair. what you have today. Because you, you and I were chit-chatting before the whole thing, and... Uh, I am really, really excited. I think it's great. Yeah. yeah. This is I'm excited. Be a lot but, fun. ladies and gentlemen. First things first. Let's go through the Johnsonville story. So why don't you start us out with that, Matt? Okay. So I started here in October of 2012. Um, Baron was nice enough to give me a shot as a third shift high-speed operator. Oh, okay. I uh, started out as a, a like I say, high-speed operator at Meadowside. Uh, quickly moved into a second shift maintenance position. Uh, and then took over the team lead role. I was a team lead on second shift at Meadowside for a couple years. And then the opportunity arose for a maintenance coordinator here at Countryside. So I've moved over to Countryside, been uh, three years now. Okay. Wow. So how long have you been in Johnsonville total then? Six years. It'll be six, six years in October. Okay. Okay. And so any major differences that you can see between Meadowside and Countryside? Any any sort of things that stand out <coughs> to you, I guess? Uh, one of the biggest thing is they run seven days a week. Oh, uh, sure. So we sure. schedule five with the overlapping Saturday and Sunday when needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so scheduling is a dynamic that is a, a big difference. Well, I suppose, yeah. You don't think of that when you're not over there. I do always forget that. I mean, coming from Riverside, you hear about it all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But over here, <laughs> we don't. We don't. When, yeah, when we were at Riverside, they were always like, do you want to work weekends? Because Meadowside's always looking for people. Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'll come up to Countryside and do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It's fun. So. You're not part of any other teams or anything that. Go ahead. So I'm currently in a five-star. Um, oh, I've yeah. Okay. I've taken over as a plant coordinator for the Stargate project. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, right. Currently over at the tech center. So mm-hmm. that consumes some of my time. It's been a, a phenomenal experience. Yeah, you're right. having fun with that? Is it a whole new group of people and a whole it new set of experiences, I guess? It's it's Right now, it's kind of rented people. Okay. So we've, we've just now posted for our first four positions oh, great. Uh, for full-time members over at Stargate. So we are evolving as we go, but... Yeah, that's uh, that's been a, a great experience. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So when you say rented people, these are Johnsonville members that are just giving up their time, right? Uh, not like free, but they're yep. they're you know giving up their time on their normal line to come and help whatever this project is. Correct. Yep. So okay. I get people from Meadowside. I got people from Countryside Tech Center. 
um, I'll support the process. I've got engineering comes and goes as needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's there's nobody assigned full time to, to uh, Stargate until now. So. Sure. I mean that's aw- that's a great Johnsonville way story in general because I mean we're pulling from different y- two different areas that people normally wouldn't work together. Correct. You know, um, yeah, countryside and meadow side. I mean, they're that's yep. night and day right there. They don't there. play well together at <laughs> all. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you always look Product at product like wise. Come on, <laughs> product. I'm sorry, but like uh, Riverside and Meadowside being cook facilities, you know, they work together, and I know people have gone back and forth w- as far as different roles and stuff. But countryside seems to be its own little monster over here, and right. so it's kind of neat that that get to work together like that. It yeah. is. It, it's been a great experience. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you get to work with some of the people you used to work with at Meadowside then too. Getting uh, some of it or not really? A little a little bit. Yeah, okay. mainly it's uh it's countryside as far as the the overseeing of the process and the actual operational side comes from Tech Center. Uh, we have had some Meadowside and also like I say we're supported by staff now. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, okay. Good. Good. So now when is the uh, cuz we've heard the term Stargate come out for a while now. Do we have to and bleep all these out now? Well, no, I don't think so. Okay, I, well. it could, we have the leader right here. Yeah, he's <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, we're not getting in trouble. He said it first. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just wondering, when do you think in general will the company know what Stargate is? I mean, I don't know what it is. It's, it's do you, Is uh, there a timeline even for that? Otherwise, no, there, us. There's, there's not a timeline. Okay. Um, That's there is things in play that require us to be quiet yeah that's, <laughs> so that's fine and that's that's, fine. that's great i mean yep. that's perfect all right matt now let's head to the meat all right potatoes. matt oh my God. now let's <laughs> head into the meat and potatoes <laughs> i'm gonna leave this all in so that the people there can hear why the you're a pain you in the through. butt yes <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous Jeff, why don't you start? No, because every time you got to ruin it for me, and then I got to oh, retake the whole it? thing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's always you. Wait, Everything what? I do is 100%, and then you just <laughs> trash it. Jeff, Anyways, I think you're doing a great on, job. Matt. Matt <laughs> why don't we start talking about your uh, off-the-clock story? So uh, I don't know where to start on this whole thing because you and I started talking about it, and it just went way too deep right away. So let's start from the beginning here. A very good place to start. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. You know what? How about you just be quiet for the rest of the time, okay? Isn't that awesome? Signing off. <laughs> All right. So apparently you're really into farming. Let's just – we'll start with that, right? So how did you get into it first? Um, I grew up lo- um, out in the sticks, I guess you would say. Okay. Sure. Um, so we've always had a garden. Uh, my wife is from Chicago. Never saw a plant in her life. <laughs> really? So. How did that work? Where did you guys meet? That's a whole nother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's I, off off the clock. Right. Actually. Perfect. Uh, okay. A- actually, we met in Green Bay. Okay. So, but again, that's a whole. Because of the Packers or what? No, no. Oh, okay. uh, I'm, I'm a Sonic member, and she's a she's part of the Masonic organization. Oh, oh okay. wow. Okay. Cool. So um, that is another episode, by the yeah, way. That, yeah. That yeah. that is. So. As much as you could talk about it. Right. We'd so love to hear about Joe, it. Joe wants to talk to you I about totally want to know about that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Carry so, on. So, when we. When we got married and bought a house, we started, you know, gardening on a, a very small scale. Uh, we've met some people that had acreage out in Sturdivant, a couple miles away from us, that were gardening probably a quarter acre. Um, so we got to be friends, and we started gardening with them. We had about a quarter acre out there, uh, you know, 100 tomato plants, 100 pepper plants, rows and rows of everything. Um, started into canning and uh, kind of bringing my wife along for the ride to teach her. She didn't start out 
as as happy as I was hoping, but <laughs> it's grown on her. So now uh, now we've got a place up here in Plymouth. We got five acres. So we've got about oh, a half wow. acre in garden right now. Wow. Um, we grow everything: tomatoes, squash, watermelons, cucumbers, eggplant. I mean, just a little bit of everything. But uh, it's going real well. Uh, we invested in a freeze dryer last year. So we're how does how does that work then? And you can put anything into it if it just freeze dries it. Or I've yep. only heard of really like fruits, I guess. Nope. We we do everything: fruits, meats, vegetables, hmm. uh, stews. We do stews. Uh, the nice thing about it is if you know, because we we've come from a bigger family, so we like to cook big. So when we do a big pot of stew, we lead on a couple of days and then put everything else in a freeze dryer and put it away for later. Wow. Uh, wow that but is the, cool. the the freeze dryer, what it does is it freezes everything down to forty below. And then it starts to warm it up, but it pulls a vacuum. So in a vacuum, water can only be liquid or gas. It cannot, I mean, sorry, solid or gas. It cannot be a liquid. Um, so as it warms up, it goes straight from a, a solid to a vapor. So it doesn't ruin the integrity of the food. Wow. So uh, you look at a tray of apples that are fresh and a tray of apples that are freeze dried, and it's hard to tell the difference. Huh. So you pick it up, and there's like no way to yeah, it. So. Yeah. Wow. How, where did you get this? So many Freeze. questions. Yeah, so many yeah. Questions. <laughs> so the uh, harvest right. Okay. Uh, online is where we found it, but uh, yeah, you can buy a, a home freeze dryer. It does what they call a ten pound uh, or ten number ten can of food at a time. Okay. Uh, about three grand, give or take. Sure. So, wow. so it's an investment. But so when I moved from Racine up to Plymouth, we moved about six hundred quarts of food um, that we had canned. Which was a, a task all on its Did own. Did you have a separate truck just for your food, essentially? Um, it was two loads that came up by itself. Oh, my God. So, that's crazy. But um, so after that, we thought, okay, now everything's in glass or we freeze everything. Sure. So if we get someplace where, you know, we don't have as much electricity or we don't have the capacity oh, yeah, to be able okay. to have food that's ready for us that is available that we don't have to freeze or carry around in glass jars would be a great thing. So we looked into freeze drying. And after you freeze dry, you put on a Mylar bag with an oxygen absorber. You seal it up, and it's good for about 20 years. Wow. <laughs> and so it's like a plastic bag, essentially. A Mylar, yeah. It's, it's like a, a, a plastic bag with a – yeah, it's with a, a like an aluminum lining in it. Oh, yeah, okay. All uh, right. So it I doesn't get light in. Um, but, yeah. Oh, and we, how and much does that cost? That's how you those do bags. it. The bags, uh, we buy them in bulk. They're probably a quarter piece. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So cheaper this than the jars. This is awesome. We're doing this wrong. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> so we've, we've talked to um, – we we actually went to uh, another member's house and they had like a hobby farm. We'll yeah. call it. Right? Well, yep. it it was an organic farm. Okay, yeah. but yeah. it had a lot of stuff in there and it was all real self sustaining. So yep. have you found really good ways then to kind of everything self sustaining? And I mean, because so a lot of the, it's a lot of work. I would think it, it is, but that's the the whole plan. Cause like I say, we want to retire in ten to twelve years. So the plan is for the property that we're on now to be a completely self-sufficient property okay. when we go to sell it. So oh, perfect. Uh, okay. we've started an orchard. I've got half a dozen apple trees, oh, wow. um, t- almost 20 blueberry bushes. And this is outside of Plymouth, you said? It's in the town of Plymouth. It's in the town. Yeah, in the town okay. of Plymouth. So it's a little outside the city. Yeah, just outside the city. A little to the north of the city, a few miles. So, so. so I mean... You so you've got apples, you got blueberries, you you grow a bunch of fruits or yep. fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. Um, we got the chicken coops just about done. Starting okay. in spring, we'll have probably twenty five chickens. Oh, wow. Um, so, but we compost. You know, we compost everything. See, so so. like all the rainwater too goes into buckets. And so all we're working. I mean, we're working on rainwater right now. Okay. We've got a uh, a small barn um, that's got gutters on it already. So we're okay. looking for a couple of two hundred gallon containers to oh, collect rainwater. Yep. So. 
that's on the list of things to do. It just wasn't on the top five. So sure, other sure. Things we had to get done first. Yeah. So. But, yeah, it'll have all rainwater. Uh, my plan is to put power down to the barn, and I'm going to put a well just oh, for oh, okay. ir- irrigation purposes. Sure, sure. Because uh, that was one of the things with it being a real dry summer. We lost some of our crops based on the, oh, the yeah. heat. Okay. So I don't want to have to worry about that anymore. So. Right. Well, that makes sense. Are you going to have any beef? Uh, no. We don't do – we don't raise beef or pork. Okay. Um, just because I don't have enough acreage to do it. Okay. Um, but we are going to do chickens, and uh, our friends down in Tennessee raise raise hogs once every couple of years. We'll do yeah. five. We just got done doing five. Oh, so, sure. Okay. Um, How many acres do you suggest having for beef or pig? Uh, they require, I believe, one acre per animal if you're going to graze. Okay. So you got to have an acre of grazing for wow. every animal. So. That's a lot. That's a lot of acres. It is. So. It's it's a lot to. And yeah, you're you're you've only got five. Right. And, and so. you know, that's, and yeah. most of that's gardening yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's only a half acres garden. We have. When when does it switch from? Sorry to cut you off there, but when does it switch from gardening to farming? Are know. you right in the middle? No, <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of in the middle. So sure. So we're growing enough right now that if I chose to sell, I could go to a farmer's market and and sell. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't plan on doing that. No, um, yeah, it's for yourself. That's well, it's for ourselves, our families, our neighbors, you guys yeah. at work. I'm sure you'll be getting gift packets here soon. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Um, but uh, yeah, we've. I think we're picking probably 15 cucumbers a day right now. Wow. Uh, so well, I've got 100 cucumber plants. I got 100 tomatoes. I got 50 peppers. <laughs> I got I got 50 butternut squash plants because I really like butternut squash. Wow. Uh, but we've got zucchini. We've got a little bit of everything. everything. So. How many hours a day that, that or week are you are you putting into this? Uh, ten to twelve. Oh, so that's, that's not bad. That's no, it's, and, but well, and that's right now though. Yeah, it is. In come, spring. come harvest, it's it'll be a little more, and, and in the spring it was to plant. Now we did buy, we invested in a tractor and a big sixty-inch tiller. Oh, so, okay. fantastic! So yeah, we're uh, we're punching that out pretty fast, and I I bought a seeding machine so I can actually run my rows pretty quick now. So okay, um, because time is of essence because mm-hmm. i don't have a lot of it so yeah. we had to figure out how can we do it and do it the right way so. wow and i know when we interviewed the other member um he actually took a week off in spring to plant and then a week off in full and in to harvest yep. essentially so. but he had like four kids i think and he yeah. just worked those kids yep, <laughs> yep. you know so. had them all you know it's good though it's, it's, it's good to learn I mean, it's, it's good yeah. to learn i mean yeah, it's, it's yeah. you know there, there's so many kids today that you know, they, they eat their food. They have no clue where it came sure. from. If, if they ever, if the stores ever closed, they'd have no idea how to get sure. it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many things you can do. I mean, there's wild asparagus everywhere. If you know the time of season, you can go out and get 20 or 30 pounds of asparagus if you right. have to. I mean, yeah. just to have the ability to know these things. Sure, so. sure. But, uh, but, yeah, so we're doing a lot. Like I said, we got the asparagus, rhubarb, you know, a lot of the, the perennial type things that we okay. can Oh, yeah, you know, that we can that keep every year so you every don't year. have to regrow it every year, yeah. you know, replant every year. So uh, we're trying to do a lot of that. Um, and then, uh, again, a big acre for the, the normal vegetable stuff. So. so, you you know, you said you grew up in the sticks and it's yep. almost inherited, you know, the, the knowledge that you have. But is there like a, a master to do list somewhere or something that or a get started list? There, that there's master gardeners. Uh, okay. There's actually a title of a master gardener that you can achieve. There's different. Uh, horticulture classes that you can take at some okay. of the local tech centers and whatnot. So there's there's a lot of ability out there to, to get that knowledge, uh-huh. um, but there's nothing, can't beat anything, we go out and get your hands in the dirt. Yeah, yeah. experience. So I mean, and like we tell everybody, especially, so I, I also grow ginseng, but um, just get the seeds in the ground. That okay. Just get the seeds in the ground and, and let things happen. That, that's why we probably planted so much this year, just because we weren't used to the, the soil. You know, we just bought the place last year. So 
I wanted to know how much am I going to get out of each plant and whatnot. So this is more of a trial year for us. Okay. So next year we may scale back on some things and do more of others. Like for some reason, the soil doesn't grow peppers very well for us. We we had a very bad pepper. My tomatoes are four feet tall. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) my parents' tomatoes are also four feet tall. Yeah. So. So it's it's just a learning season for us this year. Next year will probably be a little bit more specific on how we do things. But this year we we probably planted a hundred thousand seeds of wow. of different things, carrots. And you said you've only been in this place a year now. Yeah, we bought it in November last year. Oh my god. Okay, so you know who used to own it? Who? Brian Harlan. Brian Harlan. Really? Yeah, I bought Brian's place. Yeah, so. that's so cool. Another yeah, uh, an off the clock alum. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't listened to it, it's a great episode. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I guess the other thing you're talking about your top five list of things to do. So what else have you yet to do then? Because you've had it only a year or so. Right. So the next thing is uh, we're getting the back two acres ready to plant ginseng. Oh, okay. So ginseng. You're growing up here then too. Yeah, we're going to Which grow we're going to get into yep. yeah. where else yep. you go. They're not there yet, Joe. No. <laughs> Sorry. So, so there's two ways to grow ginseng. There's what's called cultivated and there's wild grown or wild enhanced. Okay. So cultivated ginseng, you're, you're, you put up artificial shade, you pound the fertilizer into it, you pound the weed killer into it. And you harvest it in about three years. Oh, wow. um, wild or wild enhanced ginseng is just grown naturally out in the woods and takes seven to ten years. Basically, ten is a, a good size root to harvest. Okay. So we're going to do the cultivated up here, and then we have some land down in Tennessee that we currently do the wild enhanced. So okay. real quick before we get into the Tennessee deal, yep. Um, do you do all organic, or are you just grow these things how, however you can grow them? No. Nope. So we grow organic. I'm not like certified organic. Okay. I think the, the certification is kind of crazy. I think all the people that put the crap into it should have to put their labels on it. We should all just naturally be organic. Yeah, but sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, no, everything is grown in it organic. I mean, I use, you know, natural manures and stuff for fertilizers, um, pests. We got pests. I mean, you uh, put, yeah, a, put course, a few extra yeah. in the ground to, to compensate for what they're going to eat. But, sure. Uh, um, and like I said, we don't put any weed killer in and we pay for that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah. we spend a lot of time weeding. But yeah. And so it you mentioned the peppers that kind of didn't work as well as you thought. Is there anything else that really surprised you as far as oh, growing really like well? Like I say, or? the tomatoes right now, I've got probably 100 tomato plants and they're they're. <laughs> I can't even imagine four, what 100 <laughs> tomato plants yeah. look like. It's got to be four, four feet tall and three foot in diameter. And they're Whoa. just they're just loaded right now. I got wow. I got Roma tomatoes that probably have. 20 or 30 tomatoes on each one right now. I wow. Think they're they're going to so be. you got like 2,000 tomatoes out there. Oh, easily. Probably more than that. So so, uh, so then walk us through then. Okay, using the tomatoes as an example. So yep. how does uh, how does the life cycle go of the tomatoes? And so you, you pick them all and then you so stew them? Or what do yep, you guys so we, we love stewed tomatoes. So we, we put that in just about all our recipes for anything from chilies to stews to we put it on top of our meatloaf when we make meatloaf. We oh, put sure. Tomatoes yeah, on. Okay. So the stewed tomatoes are basically you, you blanch them, you, you skin them, and then we have a machine that removes the seeds. And then oh, it's wow. basically you put them in with we put garlic and parsley, uh, a little salt and pepper right in when we do it. So they kind of get Most that watering right now. A little so seasoning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little yeah. Seasoning excited about this. So, <laughs> um, and we like I say, we've. Well, we're probably down to about forty quarts of tomatoes right now. So down to <laughs> well, we, uh, we were probably two hundred the last the last time we did a big harvest because we do one big one, and then for the next three or four years we'll only do like maybe oh, ten or fifteen plants. Just for okay. the fresh stuff. So, but okay. like I say, we're we're low right now, so this is going to be a big year for us, and, and we have a an area set up outside that I can run three or four big cookers at a time. Oh so, wow! So it's like a day. You're goodness. Like, I'm oh, doing it's, this. it's it's a day or a weekend depending oh, really? on okay. how fast. It it all depends. We tried to we tried to plant everything at the same time so everything came came to to 
harvest harvested well yeah so it was ripe at the same time yeah perfect so we we try to do that some people say you know plant two and then plant two and for the fresh stuff that's great but like i said when we want to can we want them all together and so so you're actually canning these tomatoes then after you you blanch them and suit them and everything into what big 10 cans or no no no, these these are just quart quart glass jars oh quart glass jars okay so yeah we so we have a freeze dryer, but to freeze dry tomatoes, we would be there for a year. <laughs> well, that's why I didn't know if you, because <laughs> yep. a big tin can uh, for those listeners, I'm <laughs> making a shape with my hand, but it's like the big cans you'd see in like the grocery stores yep. that like food service would get or whatever. Yep. Cause so. you could get a lot in there versus a you, smaller glass jar. That's why I was just, you can, but we find that a, a, a quart jar does well for our recipes. Oh, so if we had anything bigger, you'd have to eat it twice. Or yeah. Whatever. So yeah. That makes sense. Well, Especially if there's only two of you, right? Right. There's only two of us. Yeah. So, and, we could always take two quarts out if we need it, but sure, so, sure. so the quart seems to work well for that. But we make uh, blueberry jam and strawberry jam and stuff. Those we put in the little pint jars. Oh yeah, okay, um, all right. But uh, man, I, that's just I I I really want to like. Do you have like pictures of this? Like oh, yeah. anything that you do, we'd love to have the pictures. Sure. I, think yeah. you I live five minutes away. You ever want to come see it? We'll show you everything. Yeah. Yeah. This oh, I'm just in awe. Oh, this is awesome. I get so th- all this stuff is making me wonder where you keep it all like because you're you're saying you're freeze drying you're canning or jarring I guess. yeah how's your basement yeah is this like a you have a, like a bunker or yep. so so our basement is divided up into a few different sections and we have one section where our 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 well tank and such and the is so it's on the north facing wall it's no windows so it's always cool we keep it about 60 degrees in there naturally oh wow okay. um, and we have wire racks far as the eye can see I mean, it's just <laughs> wow. wire racks on both sides and uh-huh. it's just it holds everything uh the nice thing about freeze drying is that doesn't have to be on a shelf um everything that's the same like we do you know scrambled eggs we do asparagus we do a lot of things and that all goes in a bag with and can just be boxed up and labeled um, oh okay just so in a cardboard box yep and cardboard box and it's do you do any grocery shopping we do uh, oh. there, there, there's a few <laughs> well, things that we buy he's got that protein like, yeah, yeah. no no I, i've got all that because we did the hog and Beef yeah, and well, we and don't eat a lot of beef. I do venison because oh, I'm a yeah, deer okay. hunter. And then we, we raise chickens. Matter of fact, uh, Dusty just harvested um, 20 chickens for us that we were raising down in Tennessee. Oh, she okay. was supposed to bring them up as chicks, but they got too big and we couldn't <laughs> move them, so we just paid for her to feed them. Sure, and, and sure. she just harvested them down there. So when we go down in October, we'll pick those up. So, so. Wow, so you really do. I mean, you buy, buy like crackers or do you make your own bread and their stuff too? I, mean, I do. I, I, I have a couple bread recipes. But uh, my wife and I have gotten into the ketogen- ketogenic diet oh, lately, yeah, okay. so we've kind of cut out the carbs. So uh-huh. we <laughs> we have wheat and barley and stuff in berry form, and we grind our own. Oh, really? To wow, make our okay. breads and stuff. So, but yeah. Trying to now, so I'm kind of trying to stump you. How long has it <laughs> taken you to get to this point? I know that you just bought this parcel of land in this yep. place, but uh, you know, before this, you were probably already doing this stuff, huh? We so when we lived, we lived in an apartment for a couple of years until we figured out where we wanted to buy, mm-hmm. and the the apartment had a small garden, okay. so we had like a ten by ten area that we were yeah. growing as much as we could. But but we typically, when we were living in Racine, even in our backyard, we would do a hundred cloves of garlic, you know, a hundred garlic a year, the onions, you know, we've we've done that pretty much all our life since uh-huh. since I've gotten into it. So, yeah. So the last ten years, we've we've been hit it pretty hard. So. so are you hoping to like get off the grid? Uh, Tennessee will be off the grid. Let's talk about Tennessee. Joe's, <laughs> Joe's dream of being off the grid. You man. need to calm down over there, sir. But it's so exciting. It's so <laughs> I do. This is great. Okay, but now this is going to be the Joe section of this. No, I just. <laughs> so you bought land, or do you have anything else about up here, Jeff? No, no. We can. If I do, we'll go back to. Okay, it. perfect. Okay. 
you so bought land in Tennessee. A, f- a few years ago, my wife and I decided that when we retire, we want to retire in Tennessee. Now, okay. tell the tell the reason why, because I love this reason why. <laughs> so my wife likes it hot. I like it cold. This was the happy medium. <laughs> That's so great. So Tennessee doesn't have state income tax. Oh, sure. Yeah. And their their sales tax is high, but if you live off the grid, you're not buying anything, so that really doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so friends of ours, matter of fact, where we were gar- our gardening partners up in Sturdivant, uh, were in Tennessee when we called them to say, hey, we were looking to go to Tennessee. Well, we're here right now looking for property. Wow. Oh, wow. So we ended up driving down to Tennessee to meet them. And uh, they how long of a drive is that? Real quick. Um, Nine from hours, here, twelve hours. hours. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. great. But um, so we met them in Tennessee. They found a twelve-acre parcel that they just love. They bought it on the spot. Wow. Uh, we continued to look around a little bit. Um, didn't really find anything. A parcel came two par- or three parcels down from where they bought on the same dead end road. Uh, so we went and looked at that. But the person that owned it had 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 trees logged off it. And it oh. just looked terrible. It was just piles everywhere, and it was just, mm. it was ugly. Okay. Uh, so the realtor knew the owner of the parcel next door, which was a 43-acre parcel. Uh, so he contacted him, and the guy was willing to sell it. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, but in, in addition. You so want to sell? Yes. <laughs> so he also had a two-acre parcel right on the road because the, the 40 that we, or the 43 that we were looking at was had an easement to the back. It was way back. Okay. Um, so the guy that owned the other 43 parcel, had a two-acre parcel that went right to the road. Okay. So he sold us all 45 acres. So we're, we're literally 500 feet from our friends. Wow. So, awesome. Which is awesome because now we only got to buy one tractor. We only, yeah. you know, we, well, we don't. Do you drive down there together if you oh, yeah, we, go? Oh, yeah. We, we all, well, so Dusty's already living down there. Their oh, house okay. was completed two months ago. Okay. Oh, so she's okay. already retired and moved down there. Uh, Willie's got another year, and then he'll he'll retire, and he'll move down there. So, okay. but she went down early because she oversaw the building of the house. And sure. again, she's got 50 chickens, 20 turkeys. Wow. We had five hogs at one time. We just got dealing with the hogs. Sure. So they're, they're about as self-sufficient as, as they can be. So that, so you're hoping to build your house then right next to theirs, essentially. We will. Yeah. So okay. we're, we're, we've already, matter of fact, we're going to use their plans because their house turned out phenomenal. So. <laughs> same builder, Copy same plants. Yep. Yeah, so, that's awesome. uh, but we currently grow uh, ginseng. Okay. Um, so ginseng you can do in two forms again you can do the uh, cultivated or you can do wild or wild enhanced and we do yep. what's called wild enhanced which is basically you uh, scratch the leaves away from the ground you throw some seeds down and and you walk away come back okay. 10 years later wow so and now you've done that a couple years now yep, or a couple years this will be our third year planting okay uh the first year we planted on dusty and willie's property <coughs> okay. um, because we hadn't finalized ours yet so then the second the l- next two years we planted up for us okay. how many acres do you have planted so far Oh, it's probably less than an acre right now. We're, oh, we're, really? we're going to plant about a, a half acre a year is the plan. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Because it's, this, to be honest, the seeds are expensive. Oh, okay. sure, um, sure. And you're in between trees, so it's not like you go out and plow. You're, you're hand raking everything. Ooh. So, um, But a, a, a half acre will hold about 200,000 seeds, 250. That's so it's, it's enough to do what we need. I mean, we're not looking to get rich. We're just looking to have some, some income after retirement. So... And it's and a ten-year process, right? Yep. For that? Yeah. You, you harvest in about ten years, so we're going to plant every year up until we until we retire, which is ten to twelve years. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then at that point, you'll have yep, those we'll the the first ones will have have grown well grown enough to be yeah. yep to okay. be harvested. So, wow. and then um, the James thing just gets sold, and then it gets where does it go then, or what does it get used for? About ninety percent of the wild or wild enhanced ginseng ends up in Asia, okay, um, just because they hate they pay the highest premium. Okay. Um, they like the American ginseng better than the Asian ginseng. <laughs> really? Okay. So, okay. 
Um, so yeah, so we'll you know we'll harvest everything, and then it'll go to a, a broker. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the broker puts it in a bigger group because they only buy in they they buy it by the ton. Sure. So oh, unless yeah. you unless you're you're harvesting <laughs> a ton, yeah, um, you got to go through a broker a that, that puts ginseng. a lot of stuff together. So. Yeah. And so you, then your friends that are down there also do the ginseng thing too. Uh, nope. Uh, okay. So we, like I said, we planted together the first year, yeah. but it's just not their gig. Okay. So um, they're they're figuring they're already in their 60s, another 10 years. Oh, sure. They don't want to wait that long. Yeah, so that's why I say for us to think about it ahead of time and be able to buy the land and start the process now. Yeah. So that when we retire, we're, we're, we're set. So That makes sense. So um, what else do you get? I mean, how's the soil down there? Are you going to plant other things yeah, when you get down there? And so we'll have a garden. Uh, Dusty has a, a beautiful garden, a smaller just for her and her husband. They're, they're not doing the big stuff anymore, but. Um, stuff grows real well. She composts like we do, so it's um, we enhance the soil every year naturally. Mm-hmm. Sure. So so we'll do the same thing down there. Great. And so how big of a, a farm or growing plot, I guess, will you have down there with your 45? I mean, uh, so, so the home plot, the garden, will probably be about a quarter acre. So. Oh, okay. So it's kind of what you have now. Yep. Yeah, a little less than what we have now. But, okay. again, right now we're trying to build. Because like oh, the, yeah, the okay. freeze drying process, we can that'll be for when we retire. I mean that that'll all move down with us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have try stuff. You know, as we do, like we did scrambled eggs. So a couple of days later, we open a pack up and rehydrate it. And yeah, um, my wife found out that guacamole turns out phenomenal. Oh, really? So Does the, it really? For the last couple of times, the kids have come up. They love guacamole. So we've been feeding the freeze dried stuff and not sure. telling them, and they love it. So they don't know the difference. They don't know the difference. Are you growing guac? Guac. I mean, I'm avocado. sorry, no. avocado. No. Yeah, are no. you growing the guacamole? No. What is that? Come no, right no. out of a Tupperware dish there. <laughs> no, we uh, we we watch for sales. You know, all these will have them for you know 29 cents every okay. once in a while, 39 okay. cents. So we'll buy them by the case, and then for the next four or five days, we'll run everything through the freeze dryer. Interesting. Wow. So, so what? I know this is moving back up to the now, no, no, but um, so we've talked about the canning, and now started the freeze dryer. Now, so wha- anything else that's kind of neat? Uh, the scrambled eggs amazes me, and same as with guac. Anything else? Every we could freeze dry everything. Okay. Uh, the only thing that I've found that's hard to freeze dry is our brats. Really? Yeah. Oh no. They freeze dry great, but they don't rehydrate very well. Huh. Oh. So I got to work on that a little bit. I'm gonna. You know, just make it fresh. It's fine. <laughs> well, it is, but it's just when you're going hiking, it's hard to take the grill with uh, you and yeah, stuff like okay. that. So that makes sense. That's uh, funny. That but is, what, what about the summer the, sausage? Summer sausage does fine. Like doesn't that turn into kind of jerky? Yep. It, yeah. What if so it's the fat? You know, it's not water necessarily in it. If it's the fat that I, you know, keeps. I don't, I don't know. Like I say, it dries good. It just doesn't. You should talk to Keith. He's a food scientist. Uh, yeah. You so. should totally hook up with Keith. I think, <laughs> no, he's like, I'll, I'm on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll so. figure it out for you. Well, Jason Foss and I have talked oh, many okay. a time about okay. you know, oh, get, yeah. getting some samples of it. So yeah, that's really um, so I'll perfect that. I just <laughs> you got time. You got I got time. time. So I got time. So and yeah, anything else? So so you do, you do eggs, which is good because you can just wake up, pop those in. You got yep. that. Um, Ninety seconds. Stews, meats, all that stuff makes everything. Sense. Meatloaf. Um, we do apples, strawberries, bananas, asparagus. Like I say, we've done the guacamole and we've done just avocados. So a lot of the fruits and the vegetables you're doing them fresh, yep. r- raw, fresh, yep. and then anything you can is essentially, you know, cooked or yep. or mixed with sugar for jams and stuff like yep. that, right? So. Okay, that's so. How much? So you said you came up here with sixty quart or six hundred quarts. Six hundred quarts. Hundred out there. Yep. You came up here with that. Now, how much are you trying, I guess, to build up to to get down to Tennessee? Or is there uh, a number? No, no, there's no number. It's just um, we can what we harvest. I mean, yeah. it's it's what's available to us at the time. Like I say, this year our tomatoes look phenomenal. I probably won't have to can tomatoes for another four or five years. 
Wow. So okay. so maybe next year we'll work on you know a better pepper or something or sure. um, carrots. Right now we'll probably go in the freeze dryer. Okay. Um, and like I say, the melons or the squash will keep down in our cellar area. Okay. Um, and they'll keep over winter. I'll still be eating squash come April. So, oh really? They'll yep. stay. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool, dry. You know, dark I place. I didn't realize that. So uh, squash will last like what six months? You think? E- easily, yeah. Really? Yep. So I didn't know that. This yep. is great. This yep. is awesome. I wish I. Would, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna have to definitely go and take <coughs> yep. a look at this whole thing. You betcha. So you you had said before, you know. Um, I don't know if we're wrapping up or not, but I no, just, just want to hear this part, too. Uh, you said for people to get started, just throw seeds in the get ground, s- you know, get seeds in the ground. But what else is there? I mean, for someone who's just, just totally green, you know, what what else do they need to know? What else do they need to get ready for? Kind So of? it all depends. I mean, you can do it in an apartment, you know, garden mm-hmm. boxes. That's when we lived in the apartment. Like I say, we had a small plot, but our little um, our little porch outside was was all boxes. We had we grew cucumbers. Um, potatoes grow really well in, in containers. Mm-hmm. Um, so just you, you just got to take the mindset that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And nature will take your course. Get the ground in. Keep it watered. I mean, that's, yeah. wow. you know, use, use miracle Grow. If, if, you, if you don't know how to do things organic, use miracle Grow. Okay. It's been used for hundreds of years. I mm-hmm. mean, it's, yeah. it's a great fertilizer. Yeah. So. I know when we, we tried to plant, and we just, we, we, the only thing we got was jalapenos. I remember being like, how many jalapenos can you eat? <laughs> not a lot. Not a lot. I mean, I like things spicy, but jalapeno was the only thing that la- that worked for us. So what so. do you think went wrong then with your peppers this year? Um, I don't know. Okay. I, I haven't figured it out yet. So What kind of peppers I, did you try? Just green bell, peppers? Bell peppers, yeah. Okay. I, I don't need jalapenos or habaneros. I've got enough of those from last time. <laughs> so I did, I did 80 pints of habaneros one year. Oh, my God. Yeah, so there's I, no way you'd eat all that. No, I, that's why I say I, I don't need to do those. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost out of jalapenos, but okay. probably in a year or two I'll do a big batch of jalapenos yeah. again. But but the habaneros, you ever want to make some good chili? Just oh, really? two, just cut up two, <laughs> throw them in there. Oh, the flavor is phenomenal. My mouth is watering. So right would now, you? I guess. So let's just say you did a stew or a chili or whatever, yep. and you're gonna freeze dry it, right? Yep. That's how you. Yep. How big? How big? Or how much can you get into a pack of freeze dry? You know, like, is it a quart size so, or is it a so gallon? Whatever size works? bag you want. Okay. Um, we try to look at it as serving sizes. Um, so we have pint size and we have quart size. Okay. A pint size is like the guacamole. We'll put that in a pint size. Um, when we do stews or any leftovers, I mean, we've done, um, like, spaghetti. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we'll do that. And I try to break that up into a, a, a quart size container um, that's easily um, rehydrated. And okay. like I say, night. 90 seconds with boiling water and you're ready to eat. So really? Yeah. So so I guess now are you, every time you make dinner, let's <laughs> just say, are you are you consciously trying to make a little extra so that you could freeze dry it? Or no, it's no, just we, if there's a leftover no, kind of thing? We, we consciously make things to put in the freeze dryer. Okay. And then okay. we just eat them for a couple of days gotcha. and then whatever's left we put okay. in the freeze dryer. Okay. So. Wow. But we'll make, like, uh, we make our own bone broth and our own broths and stuff okay. for making soups and stews and whatnot. Sure. Um, so when we do that, you know, we'll make, you know, 50 quarts, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and then, and then we'll can that. And then as we make stews, we'll make a, you know, a, a five gallon pot of stew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that goes in the freeze dryer for the next couple of days. And, and then we don't have to worry about that for, you know, six months or a year or yeah. whatever yeah, the case you is. Just so pull it out of the yep. basement. And yep. And you're ready to go. So, so obviously to start this out, there's obviously a cost that goes into everything that you start out brand new. There is. Uh, but at the end of the day, is there a cost savings to this? No, 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 there's there's not. 
okay. the cost the cost savings is you know exactly where your stuff comes from okay well, so sure. um, if if you were to compare this to all organic yes there's definitely a cost savings yeah but to go out and buy a an apple for you know 29 cents or whatever at the store mm-hmm. you're not going to grow them that cheap Okay. But you know exactly what you put on the trees. You know exactly mm-hmm. how they're taken care of. You know how fresh they are. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's where the that's where the savings. Now, if you go out and buy an organic apple for a dollar fifty, then we're cheap. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you have to you have to look at that because oh, yeah. okay. so many people for so long have said, oh, you know, I can go to I can go to the store and I can eat for thirty bucks for a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can buy ramen noodles. You can buy all that stuff. And yeah. Yep, you could sustain life for a week, but is it good for your body? At what cost? Yeah. Exactly. At what cost? Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, and everybody wow. looks at yeah the food's cheap yeah but you're going to the doctor every month sure. yeah you know, sure. that, there's a cost to that sure yeah, you know yeah. so do you think it helps if you have a bigger family like if you're you know growing a lot of food canning a lot of food and you have like six or seven people in your family which isn't a it, thing anymore but it, <laughs> yeah it would it would be anything. good because you have six or seven people helping you also sure okay so it kind of sure. goes both ways but like I say for for Mel and I to you know to size things down for just the two of us it's yeah. it's worked well so wow. This is something else. This is really intense. No, again, nothing that I don't think I would do, but like it's I'm really neat. So going back to the Tennessee off-the-grid thing, so yep. your goal then is to have everything you need on on your site there. On my property, yeah. And then, I mean, granted, you'll need some electricity, right? I mean, or maybe. Will the, maybe. Okay, he's smiling. <laughs> so There's always sun panel, right? Yeah. Solar panels, right? Solar panels, exactly. All right. No, sun um, panels. I Okay. This is why hey, I don't like this. Is my gua- this is my guac thing. Okay. <laughs> As, now we're even. Okay, now we're okay, even. Fair enough. Okay, all right, fair enough. So. Um, so the idea then would be is that you're just not going to have to go to the store. You'll have everything on 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 site. I guess we'll say it. Yeah. Um, so so town is about 18 miles away. <gasps> oh. So okay, down down sense. in Tennessee, there's yeah, no quick trip to the no and the it, quick trip. It's yeah. a very windy road. I mean, it's 30 miles an hour and you don't go 35 i mean it's oh, okay so it's it's not it's it's a it's a day trip i mean you're you're a half hour into town you you know whatever another half hour home sure. oh yeah i need to go run and get a gallon of milk no i don't think so yeah <laughs> so it happens to me i live out so in the boons and yeah, yeah you yeah. gotta plan your trip yeah so. exactly mm-hmm. so so i guess is there anything that you you'll you know you'll have to end up buying i mean is there or is there you're oh. hoping i mean there's got to be something right there, there is i mean there's there's you know oranges and, and lemons oh, and stuff grow things that, that stuff. we're just yeah. not able to grow uh-huh. we'll always buy a few gotta things. go sure. into town for the penicillin <laughs> yep so <laughs> you old timey you gotta yeah. go back to the 1800s hey calm down over there Jesus. right <laughs> i suppose yeah because you named all these fruits and vegetables i'm like oh yeah that's all there there are but <laughs> obviously yeah. there are more than that yeah, yeah. so and there's other things i mean like uh, you know when we when we fry bacon we save all the all the, the grease, bacon fat, you know, yeah. all the bacon fat. Oh, um, you know, I haven't gotten into making butter or milk yet, but you know, oh. I'm, like I said, I don't plan on doing dairy cows, so we'll always have to go get the cheese, oh, and sure. stuff like mm-hmm. that. But my parents tried the cheese. It didn't we really make work cheese. That well. we, we make Do mozzarella, but I just I don't. We buy sure. uh, whole milk, you know, okay. or, or yeah, you whipping gotta buy cream, the milk. You know, yeah. You know, yeah. So, so if you don't have the cows, yeah, yep, yeah. right. So and like I say, it's, it's just you can put cows on a smaller area, but then you got to feed them and. Well, you're doing so much already. Yeah, I think you got you got to draw the line yeah, you do. somewhere. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So and it's and you've got everything up to through chickens. Yep. And I think you know pork and beef are kind of yep. the one and thing you won't be able to do really. Well, and like I say, we're set up to do pork to do hogs oh, okay, down in Tennessee. Are. Okay. So Tennessee, like I say, Dusty will raise five at a time. Uh, oh, we harvest sure. everything ourselves. So you know whether it's venison or hogs or chickens or whatever, we do all that ourselves. Yeah. So how is the hunting down there? Oh, fantastic! Oh, okay. Our, yeah, our property. True. 
butts up to Catoosa National Forest, which is 80,000 acres. <laughs> so oh, wow. that, that's a thousand feet of that is, is our back property. So. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, you'll be pretty much set up. And I suppose with the with the hogs, you can just essentially feed them off of your land. Yep. You'll yeah, have we, all we, the leftovers. Well, same for, for the chickens. We okay. have a section of the garden that, that'll be just for chickens when we raise chickens. So the chard and the they like marigolds and stuff like that. So we'll grow all that to feed the chickens. Oh, yeah. See, that, that makes a lot of sense then. So, you know, the other interesting thing, too, is like a hobby's a hobby. Yep. But this is, I mean, I don't know if I'd call it a hobby but lifestyle? it's one of those things it's, it's a, a lifestyle, lifestyle. And, yeah. and not only that but when i think about something like this it's a worthwhile one it you know is. it's yes you can woodwork and you see your 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 art you know yep. as it's being made and stuff but yep. this is something you're actually putting in your body and you know it's 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 going back to the cost thing that's always the question well is it cost effective why would you do that why don't you just go to the store right well it's it's a way to live your life, you it know, is. and it's it's a choice. It's also fun. I mean, if you yeah, think about it, it if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be into it. And like I say, you know, you look out and you see all these beautiful lawns. You know, people got a half acre of beautiful lawn. You know how much food you could grow on that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. True. I mean, it's you're, true. You're, you're 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 cutting grass, you're weeding, you're feeding, you're doing all these things that don't help you at all. No. Other than to say, oh, yeah, I got a yard. Yeah. And, you know, if you if you took a quarter of it. Yeah, and sure. Put a garden in, you know, mm-hmm. and actually grew things that would help your just you one your or family. two things that you eat all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. tomatoes or you know stuff that's easy. You know, tomatoes or you know, green peppers. You can freeze them. You know, if you yeah. got a freezer, right? You can just take all the green peppers, slice them up, throw them in the freezer, take them out, use them whenever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so if you put out fifty pepper plants or, or fifty tomato plants, you don't even whatever. need a freezer. Right? You just put nope. them in a ziploc. Yeah, ziploc yeah. bag, freezer bag, and throw them in a the freezer. You yeah. don't have to. You don't have to get fancy. Like I say, it's what I try to tell everybody is, dig up a five by five area plant something yeah plant radishes mm-hmm. you'll, you'll get instant gratification six weeks of radishes is ready to go <laughs> you know yeah. you, you don't have to wait all year a lot so. of radishes though. you say yeah. instant gratification <laughs> as if six weeks isn't a thing anymore well compared also to 10 years for ginseng <laughs> yeah. i mean it also <laughs> 10 years six weeks yeah yeah so oh but uh, yeah i mean carrots you know carrots will grow just about anywhere sure yeah. you know dig up a six foot roll and throw a roll of carrots in you know yeah. the kids especially if you have kids get them involved early I took my granddaughter. We have raspberries on the property also. So mm-hmm. I took my granddaughter out raspberry picking, and she had a blast. She yeah. loved them. She looked at it the first one and go, you eat that? Yeah. And I went, yeah, try it. And yeah. she, had, boy, I couldn't get her to stop. Yeah, so we yeah. have so them all over yep. around by our house, yep. and we're yep. just yep. My parents have mulberries. Yep. My daughter have loves a mulberry going tree over also, there. So yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That is cool, though. It I is. Mean, and if you teach them young, if you get them out there when they're, t- I mean, my grandson has been helping us garden since he was probably two. Wow. I mean, he loves it. He How loves old is he now? Uh, 13. Okay. Oh, and so, he's still helping out. That's pretty oh, good. yeah. He loves it. He, he loves to cook. So I've been teaching him to cook. And it, it's nice. You go out, you pull a couple onions, you slice them up. Yeah. You know, you know exactly what, where it comes from. Yeah. It's, it teaches him, though, that it, wh- what the hard work he puts in, you get out, get of, out it. of it. Exactly. Yeah. So. yeah. And he sees the whole process from seed to meal. Yep, you know, exactly. that's, you don't. Yep. You also really? respect what you're eating, too. Yeah, you're not throwing it away. There's not a lot away. of times that you eat something that you, you know, that you saw it as a seed. Yep. I mean, that's really yep. it's actually so kind of cool. It's it a is. huge shift because yeah. back in the day, this was the normal. Yeah, yeah this was normal. That's that's right. that's this true. was how everybody lived. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about it like it's crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> years ago, people were like, no, that, that's how I live. Probably yeah, not yeah. even that long ago, especially in this area. Yeah. I mean, yeah, true, yep. true. a lot well, of people. A lot of people around here, there's a lot of, you know, I am surprised. If you go in Racine, you rarely see a garden any place. You drive sure. around here. There's a lot of people that have oh, yeah. really big gardens that sure. look phenomenal, by the way. Mine doesn't look that good. Matt's pulling over. More, yeah, hey, more. tell me about that garden yeah, you got. Exactly. There. How so. do you get your peppers to grow? That? Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So it's 
it's yeah. it's a great thing. My wife and I love it. So. Are you part of any this like groups or anything that um, like kind of like a farmers market? But it's bringing me back to um, the pumpkin growing stuff. There's like a club yep. for growing giant pumpkins. Yeah. I didn't know if there's a like oh this. Is, how do you get your peppers to grow? And you can share and you know there is my like my wife is on ten different sites on Facebook oh, sure, and different okay. groups that she's in freeze drying groups. You know just, there's a lot of different groups that you can get into. Yeah. Um, I don't nothing local in person. No, 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 no. So you're a you're a do it yourself. Right yeah, now. I am. Yeah. So yeah. I learned best by mistakes. Sure. So figure them out yeah. myself. And big deal. You don't have any peppers this year. You'll well, have them next I, year. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, so this year we don't put in as many peppers away. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Wow. Is there anything that you haven't planted that you're like, oh, man, I really wish I could, we could try that? Um, I know you, the avocados. Oranges. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> avocados and oranges. I don't think you're going to be able to do that. No, um, lemons either. I, uh, lemons, lemons, I guess, are, are the ones. Really, you're big yeah, lemon t- fan? T- oh, we we go through organic lemon juice like it's. Oh, really? Yeah, we buy more th- more of that than I do milk. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's that's yeah. funny. Well, I drink lemon water. I mean, literally. Oh, really? Every day, lemon lemon waters. I'm not gonna lie, I love yeah, it myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. So, I get you're. You're the weird one here. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> apparently, I'm not cool enough like you two. Yeah. You drinking so. lemon juice? That oh, yeah. Okay, I suppose. I, trying to think if there's a way we can get you to grow lemons. Maybe we just set set up like a fake yeah. Jet Cal- you're the one who's what? gonna figure that out. Fake for California, or <laughs> Florida, in your basement. Once I get the greenhouse put up, I'll be able to grow a lemon tree. There you go. Wait, you're putting a greenhouse See? up? Oh yeah. No, the greenhouse. Oh God, it's it's probably gonna be about twenty by thirty. How much is, is it your here? Area area here. No, here. Oh, okay. Here, here. So. How much is your area going to cost when you buddy sell this thing? He's going to make more money uh, on that. Than oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Uh, it, it'll be up there. Good for you. Yeah. But it'll be self-sustaining. Yeah. Like I say, the whole plan is a couple acres of ginseng will pay for the mortgage. Yeah. And then the fruits and vegetables that you harvest and the chickens will sustain a family. I mean, that, yeah. that's my goal. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah. The, the you said 10 years? You're yeah, looking? 10 years. Joe's like. Call me when you How much do I have to save up? <laughs> <laughs> Put a down payment in now. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. Hey, and you're only five minutes from work. Oh, there you go. My goodness. So I guess the other question is, what else are you going to put in the greenhouse? You, you talked about lemons. Then are you going to uh, try to do oranges or avocados and all that? No, no. Uh, the, the greenhouse will be able to get us to start our stuff earlier. Okay. Um, so okay. We, we have a portable greenhouse, a 10 by 10 portable greenhouse right now that we, we had eh, half full this year. Okay. Um, but the whole thing is, is, Try to save the seeds out of the real good ones. You know, the seeds that I planted for the um, my butternut squash this year came from a ten and a half pound butternut squash that I bought from a farmer at the farmers market. Okay. Oh. So he doesn't use any pesticides. It's all natural. He says he's been running the same seeds for years. You know, mm-hmm. so throughout the years. So. Okay. So, so it is kind of like the pumpkin giant pumpkin where he had to like buy these special seeds yep. from the guys. So you just find a guy who grows good. Whatever. Well, and it's just, just because I hadn't grown butternut squash in a few years, so I didn't have any seeds. So now this oh, year, okay. my best butternut squash, when I when I cut it open to cook it, I'll save all the seeds and try them. Uh, Same thing okay. with the pepper. If I get if I get a good pepper that's nice and big and meaty like I like it, I'll save because there's probably fifty seeds in a pepper. Okay. You yeah. know, so I'll save those fifty seeds and then I'll use those to start next year. Oof. So. That makes sense then. But you have to be careful because certain tomatoes, like the aromas and stuff, if you take the seed out of an aroma, it doesn't grow another aroma. What does it grow? Yeah, what does it grow? Um, they 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 <laughs> they genetically <laughs> modify the seeds. It's it's a modified seed. Oh, okay. So, so you have to buy uh, the romas every year. Yeah, you have to buy romas, okay. or you have to go to what they call an heirloom seed, which is like your. Um, oh, I don't even know is it the heirloom tomatoes. That term is familiar to me. Yep. So so, so that they're they don't look like that pretty nice round tomato. They're gnarly looking. They get really <laughs> big. But they taste phenomenal. Uh-huh. So those are the ones that you want to look. I, mean, I have those planted this year. So okay. Okay. I, I grow the Romas just because 
they, they, they're a real thick tomato, and they make great stewed tomatoes. So <laughs> okay. And that's what you love. Yeah, so and that's yeah. what I love. And so gotcha. we'll grow that. The heirlooms and stuff we'll eat. So mm-hmm. they're, they're more, yeah, okay. That makes a lot of sense then. They're not as pretty. Sure, so. sure. Tastes better, though. Oh, you betcha. Man. So I'm learning so much right now. I'm Joe, you write notes down? I'm intent. This is yeah. awesome. He's got to record it. You can go back and yeah, listen to it yeah. all true. True. And I will be going back and listening. I will be transcribing this. <laughs> you are a funny guy. You are a slightly funny guy. I, I feel like there's so many questions I want to ask. Exactly. But like my mind is just it's swirling right now. And not is only that, it? but this is a longer one. So now we're fine. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> did you? Is there anything we didn't ask you that you think other people should know about or anything like that? I guess any make part a of the story just we're missed out. No, okay. Just, just I, I can tell everybody it's never too early to make a plan. Yeah. You know, like I say, start, start a five by five garden. Start, just get seeds in the ground. Uh-huh. You know, seeds in the ground, water it. Yeah, you're gonna get weeds if you don't weed it. Yeah, you don't weed it, but you're gonna have stuff. You sure. Something. You know, and then you get be able to eat it, and you'll say, oh, maybe next year I'll put a little bit more time into it. So yeah, do something else. Do something. Yeah. So. The way you say that makes it just sound so, and it, it, it probably is just that easy. It is to do because right now I think I think of. Your setup right now. I'm like, that's where I I, I gotta start this. And but really, just dig a hole. Yeah. Turn up the ground, yep. and you're good to go. Yep. So or or you know, if you like asparagus, <laughs> asparagus is a perennial. You plant it once, you harvest it every year. Sure. Rhubarb, yeah, another rhubarb. one. You know, rhubarb is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, strawberry plants, blueberry plants. You know, whatever. Blueberries, you got a little bit more acidic in the ground, but strawberries will, will multiply. You know, you'll have strawberries coming out your ears. Yeah. You know, just plant ten strawberry plants. Actually, another thing, but we have a cherry tree. Cherries, <sighs> yep. Cherry yeah. tree is another good one. So mulberries are phenomenal, but they're they're short. They're they're slow growers. So you again, you got to make a plan. Uh-huh. You know, you got to get it in the ground now. Yeah. So speaking of which, is there anything that is there any late season planting that can happen? <laughs> Joe right start right now. I do. I got uh, garlic. So we'll plant garlic this year because you plant it in the fall and it's it's harvested in the following summer. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and ginseng is planted in the fall. Oh wow. So. I don't know if I'm going to be ready this year. I'm trying, mm-hmm. but it'll probably be next year before I, I plant ginseng. So. Okay. Okay. But we're getting ready. Oh. So I bought all the stuff for the tractor to. So so yeah, you so. W- your plan was though to take part of your land then and and till it up and do ginseng in yep. the other so, half of it. So there's an acre and a half that I've got set off in the back, and I'm going to plant a half acre a year. Oh, and then like I say, it's a, bit, it's a yeah. three-year rotation, so you plant a half acre every year, mm-hmm. and then you okay. harvest one and plant one. Okay. So, and again, there's there's enough in that half acre to damn near pay the mortgage. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yep. I'm gonna have my wife listen to this episode. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, then I'm gonna call you. Yep. And start working more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is. Don't 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 think it's it's just easy. I mean, yeah. you got no no. You I get what you yeah. put into it. Yeah. Sure. So, Sure, the, the weeding, I think, for me is the worst part. It is. Just so like, uh, one of the weed. things that we learned this year is that the area that we currently have in garden used to be a horse. Oh. Know, they raised horses, okay. so it's the horse field. Um, so a lot of weeds. Okay. So what we're going to do for next year is we're going to buy straw this fall, and then next year we'll lay down a good layer of straw in between, and that keeps the, the weeds, weeds down. Because mm-hmm. so they don't have any sunlight to yep. essentially grow right yeah. once the plants get big enough that you can get the mulch in between everything mm-hmm. the sp- oh, we're gonna yeah, use straw yeah. see yeah. We, we use straw just because we can till that right in okay um, oh, sure. mulch yeah. there's a lot of people that'll put plastic down in between the rows but then every year you got to roll that back up yeah. Yeah. and because i have such a, a large area that's a lot of work mm-hmm. yeah so to be able to put the straw down um for years we use grass clippings i had a, a neighbor oh, okay. that was a did lawn care and she would bring me a, a, a 
a tarp full of grass clippings once a week. Sure. And I would lay that down because that decomposes within like three to five days. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you That's just great fertilizer. It yeah. is. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So we've done that. I just don't have that supply of grass up here to do yeah. it this big. So, so straw is the next best thing. In the fall, when when you harvest, yeah. um, do you just, I mean, when you're done, do you keep it as it is, or do you till everything up and put it right back into the ground it, and then start over? So there's certain, like tomato plants, yep. uh, the plant itself will pull out. Oh, okay. Um, but like squash and stuff like that, the viney stuff, we'll till that right in and get it ready for next spring. So we'll till in the fall, and then we'll put all the compost that's from the compost pile mm out in the field and then so we always have two compost piles going so because you want to let it sit after you you've built the compost pile, you want to yeah. sit for a year oh so it could decompose and then you pull the next one the next year so you, every other yeah. year you so just letting switch the compost off. for a year yep ferment so. or whatever yep. they call it yeah just decompose do you, yeah. have, how, do you have like one of those big balls that you turn or whatever no, or you have a, no, you, it's you a little have bigger pretty than big. that yeah, so okay, the pile right now is probably four or five foot tall oh wow so Hmm. But we we had this year we had a lot of the horse manure that we scraped off that was more than what we could till in. Sure. So that sure. all went into the pile. So, but then like I say, we we put everything anything. I mean, you can put toilet paper rolls, oh, any really? cardboard or or paper, napkin stuff like that. It all gets in the compost. Really? Yep. Wow. I didn't know. Yeah, that. we don't. We don't. We don't throw, huh? Yeah, we don't throw very much away. Okay. So between recycling and, and composting yeah. and stuff, we. There's not a lot that actually goes in the garbage. Well, that so. foot carbon footprint <sighs> yep. is pretty small. Exactly. Yeah. So doing your part. When are you going to write in how-to? <laughs> <laughs> this is the how-to. I don't have time. Suppose, yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> when he's done weeding, Joe. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Never. So. Never. Because uh-huh. yep. I suppose once you go from fall harvesting, then you get the plant, uh, the ground ready for next year. Yep. Then you're then you're hunting. Yep. All yep. your time is hunting. Yep. So. And then you got Christmas and New Year's. Yep. And then... You got a break. Yeah, you get a l- like yeah. two months, three yeah. months. Yep. Then you hibernate. Yep. Yeah. Then you exactly. eat all the food, get all yeah. bad again, and then yep. so. springs back up into when it. When is a good time to start? Like, is it start what? Uh, yeah, well, when you yeah, put the seeds point. into yeah. the greenhouse, when you set that up. Um, Pretty early March. in the season. Oh, yeah, March. Okay, wow. Yeah, March, we're already setting up for the greenhouse. Okay. Um, we had, oh my God, I don't know how many trays. I mean, we had hundreds and hundreds, yeah. like four or 500 plants. Started in the greenhouse that all wow. went out in the garden. So oh. makes it a lot easier than the the plants everything because it's got a head start. It does, yeah. yeah. So well, certain things it all depends. Like certain certain squash, like I have, I have some blue Hubbard. They're like 104 days to, to oh. harvest. Um, okay. So you try to get them if you get them six weeks in it, in advance and get them growing as small. You know, then that cuts down. You yeah. know, how long you got to wait to harvest? Yeah. So plus you can manage it a little easier when they're in trays rather yep. than a big field or yep. whatever. So. Yeah. There's just so much information. I'm sitting here like I could totally ask, um, well, what plants didn't take too well to the replanting, you know? And yeah, but yeah. Yep. We're, we're, I'm looking at the time now. I know. I'm like, okay, is. we're a little, we're a little over. <laughs> a little <laughs> over so. I, well, folks, I hope you enjoyed the super long episode. And again, as we say with every guest, I'm sure Matt would love to talk to you about all of his hobbies and everything else. If you have any questions, reach out to Matt. I'm sure he'd love yeah. to. Yeah, this was great. About I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I feel like we've only scratched the surface. surface. Yeah. I wish there was yeah. like a farming pun I could have put in there. Like we only tilled the surface. That's exactly it. Hold it. hold the top. Nope. nope. That one we're just work. gonna no, let Matt. Go there, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna let Matt close us out now. <laughs> Matt, if you could read the little yeah. blurb there. So this is Matt Bears, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. So now on to our way to go segment of uh, the podcast. Um, luckily, today actually Matt has uh, has a couple way to goes or or one giant way to go to, to shout out. So Matt, we'll take it away. 
So I'd like to give a way to go to all the members that have brought Stargate to the level that it is today. Um, the appreciation is, is phenomenal. I know this is all outside of your normal work, um, so to be able to put the time and effort to it is, is fantastic. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And it's coming right from the top dog himself, so way to go, team. Um, and if, if you have any suggestions, any way to go suggestions, shout outs you want to give, uh, make sure you email us at off the clock podcast, right? Or just off the clock at johnsville.com. Is that what it is, right? It's I'm not even it's sure. I do believe it's off the clock at johnsville.com. Type in off the clock, you'll find it. Yeah, it'll pop up. Uh, but yeah, send it our way and we'll be sure to uh, put it on the next podcast. Just send it to Joe. <laughs>